0: It's 9.30 on a Monday morning, and that means it's time for Food Talk. I'm Marianne Myers, and I'm joined, actually physically (laughs) joined, by my fabulous co-host, Linda Perkins. We're not on the phone, Linda. No, you make me sound like I'm a Siamese twin. (laughs) (laughs) We're saving up for the surgery. (laughs)
1: be so much fun it's so I'm <laughs> giddy that we're in the same room we're not yeah, in the studio I know it's so great because then I can see when you're fixing to talk and I cannot talk over you <laughs> so great G- generally speaking that works for me but <laughs> it requires
0: a level of attention I can't maintain I think <laughs> anyway um, b- aside from the fact that we get to be in the same room and talk about uh, cooking at home I wonder We've had a major heat wave, I think, since last time you and I talked about cooking.
1: Yeah, yeah. And um, so who wants to cook after you've been boiled alive <laughs> yourself? You have so much sympathy for your ingredients. <laughs> it is an, it's an appreciation of everything you've ever steamed. I know. Boy, if there was ever a, a, a true statement, these are our salad days. <laughs> this, this is the time for it. But I have cooked some stuff. Yeah. I um I ended up with a bunch of dairy products by mistake and um so um I made things that you might not make when um in the middle of the summer. Such but, as Well, um and I used some unusual vegetables that I mean unusual not unusual like like you know those weird finger-looking lemons that <laughs> you don't know what they're called, but <laughs> but um I made just a kind of like a light alfredo. I made it with half and half and milk and and cheese, and um, I just use some store-bought spinach and cheese ravioli. I like those, but um, I had just a a, a whole lot, like two pounds of arugula, and uh-huh. so I don't normally use that hot. You know, I I I will I love to make like a a salad where just lots of arugula, salt and pepper, and a little bit of olive oil. That's it, and put it just pile it on pizza. I love doing that.
0: Oh, it's so good on pizza.
1: Yeah, but I don't I don't use it hot. But what I did was just how you would um. You know, put spinach in a cream sauce. You know, a lot yes, of yes, yes. I put a lot of arugula, and it was really good. That you
0: sounds great. I'm I'm crazy about arugula. Do you ever use it hot? I never
1: have. No, and I, I'd never thought of it, but I just I had too much. You know. <laughs> yeah. And it was really good. I mean, it was really good. And then um, one night, um, you know, I I am. Um, I have been part of this cooking show for like five years. So one night I made ramen <laughs> out of the <laughs> bag, and then um, I did the same thing. True confession. <laughs> yes, yes. I did the same thing, just I still had a lot of arugula, and I put arugula in the ramen, and that was really good too. And so I'm going to use it hot a lot more. I, I I like it in hot things now. I'm going to try it for sure. Yeah. And I think... Um, usually you just buy arugula in such small quantities you don't have two pound quantities you know right and so um, oh two pounds of arugula <laughs> is really a lot. a lot I know exactly <laughs> and so I'm just I'm gonna do it more often because it was really good it's as good as um spinach in anything that you would put spinach hot in and um as good as kale and it was sturdier than I thought it would be too and maybe I just kind of had some sturdy not super baby arugula but but it was really good yum I will totally try it
0: because I can't. I, you know, I mean, I'm just eating handfuls of it, like salad, <laughs> salad. Opening
1: the refrigerator door, <laughs> <laughs> it's just really human good. grazing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> literally, it's almost like grass. <laughs> yes, <laughs> literally. Oh, well, uh, uh, in talking about um, Alfredo mm-hmm. being just cheese and and dairy mm-hmm. is, um. The the latest issue of uh, Milk Street talks about a classic, really Italian Alfredo, mm-hmm. which is I, I have never liked Alfredo because it's always gloppy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it always tastes like it should have been turned into mac and cheese. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so close. You're yeah. right. Really, yeah, and um, and this is just seriously, it is only. I'm checking because I wrote down the recipe for myself. It's just butter and parm. That's all it is. Oh, really? No cream. Okay. No cream. Well,
1: I mean, if you make it traditionally, it's so caloric. Because, and when I say traditionally, like the one I know is butter, cream. Like, I think it's like a stick of butter, a cup of cream, and then a cup of Parmesan cheese and some pepper and nutmeg. And, man, I mean, that's just, that's, you can't get more calorie dense. No, I know. And th- it's this is exactly
0: the same thing without the cream, and they yeah. substitute huh. for the cream. They substitute the pasta water. Really? So, uh, but it is still a stick of you know, yeah. it feeds yeah. six, and it's a stick of butter. So yeah. everybody's <laughs> getting well over a tablespoon. Yeah.
1: Yum, and cheese. Yeah, our coats will be so. But, it's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it just it um, it seems like it would be an entirely different thing without yes. the cream. Yes, huh? and
0: sounds I I made some notes for myself because I want to try it because I have had a bad attitude about alfredo. Uh, yes. <laughs> and um and my
1: husband loves alfredo so I'm going uh,
0: okay. to I'm going to experiment on him tonight.
1: Well, and I spearmint, so I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I um I like it when it's a lot thinner and if I were to make it that cream and cheese and butterway I always add a bunch of something um usually chicken stock.
0: Uh-huh. Something and and really that would be really good. Yeah. The The technique on this is to um, cut the butter. So we're talking a stick of butter. <laughs> and they want you to cut it in like half-inch slices. Okay. And line a bowl with those slices so that the bottom is covered and they go up the sides a little bit. Oh,
1: weird. Yeah,
0: so that it Never gets soft okay. while you're doing everything else. Um, and then um, cook the pasta al dente and tong it you know Mm -hmm. so that it's dripping water into the bowl with the butter and toss 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 until all the butter's incorporated and coating all the pasta and then you add about a half a cup of the pasta water and continue to toss it until that's absorbed okay and then you add the cheese um it's a cup of cheese and you add it like a third of a cup at a time and toss it until it's Melted in. Yep. Huh. And add another half to a cup of pasta water so that it's incorporated, but there's a little tiny bit of liquid at the bottom of the bowl. Okay. And then you let it stand for two minutes.
1: Never heard of doing anything like that.
0: I know me huh. either, but huh. I, it sounds so much better to me than um,
1: the kind with cream. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to try it. Okay. Anyway, we'll, we'll get back to you on that. Interested to see how that turned out. Yeah well um i made a couple curry things i made your curry chicken salad that's so good it is so good yeah and i um (laughs) i i will often take a shortcut especially in the summer i'll just buy a rotisserie chicken yeah and i use the breast for the chicken salad and so um marianne's chicken salad has a lot of grapes in it grapes and um chicken and it's it's just really good and onions um sweet onions uh, it's um uh, it's a really good combination um but then i had the chicken legs and thighs left over so last night <laughs> i um um and uh, for 5 years now i have been co-host on this cooking show i microwave them <laughs> yes <laughs> but i made i made rice and um there's a um just a a mixed bag of vegetables that i'll buy sometimes it's um got uh pea pods and broccoli and then a little bit of broccoli slaw so what i did is i um um just stir fried up the broccoli and the pea pods, and that was really good. And I, I put that in with the rice, and then um, I made a, a curry sauce. Again, I have a lot of dairy products left, and so um, I kind of made a tiki masala sauce. But what I did instead was um, I used a yellow curry paste, just because I like the flavor of it. So um, I, I, I made the sauce the same but the flavor was different and and that was really good so instead of adding all the spices that you would with tiki masala i just put in a big glop of yellow curry paste and that was really good and then um for the tomato part of it i had a can and i think i told you i bought it quite a while ago i saw a can of canned cherry tomatoes yes and i've been where did you get uh, well (laughs) who knows okay you've had them for so long
0: i have never seen no me either
1: i think i got them through the mail okay I Jamie Oliver
0: is real big on those.
1: Really? Yes. Oh, I've never heard him talk about them that's so funny. Well, um and but that doesn't mean anything. But, <laughs> but um so um I I thought that they would be peeled but they weren't, which which was just fine, but then the kind of weird thing about it was I'm making the sauce, and of course, then, because they're not peeled, they didn't break down at all. So then I thought, okay, well, I have to smash them, and I smashed them. And just like regular cherry tomatoes, they burst and squirted seeds everywhere, you know? (laughs) And so it was sort of just like somebody stuck some cherry tomatoes in a can. (laughs) That's pretty much what it was like. Um, But I think their flavor was good, but, um, you know, you can get such good flavor from San Marzano tomatoes. Yes. I don't know that I would buy them again unless I just wanted the visual little you know red if you were going to leave them whole yeah orbs in there which which was pretty and and it's you know you could really make like a really stunning christmas lasagna or something like that with them yeah Um, but um other than that um they i guess i would be interested in them mostly for show you might have had the only can of
0: cherry tomatoes in the lower columbia pacific region i've prob- never seen i know that. i know i
1: think it's probably true i think i got it through the mail but i don't remember i know i didn't buy it here yeah um but um yeah that that was interesting so um um also it was interesting having pea pods in curry I Yeah. Don't, i don't do that but they were good and um i think i'm just gonna you know mix up vegetables more often because the arugula was good in the pasta and then the the pea pods. Pod. They, they were good in the curry they were
0: and both of those things are available in abundance right now every kind of pea really yeah, i mean yeah. the shelling peas are in
1: now and and, and and peas you know i put those in curry and i, I think yeah. that that's acceptable <laughs> but um but yeah i've never used
0: we don't want to tra- transgress the Curry
1: rules, whatever they are. Vegetable
0: rules. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the first rule is get
1: this out of my refrigerator while it's still good. That's the first rule of any recipe. (laughs) But anyway, so Dale was thrilled to have a home-cooked meal that wasn't ramen. And so it was so funny. So he says, oh, honey, how did you prepare this chicken? And I'm like, I microwaved it. (laughs) (laughs) So you can tell he's just trying to reinforce my behavior. (laughs) Yes. You need to be rewarded for yeah.
0: cooking, even regardless of oven. doesn't matter what oven you use. You're yeah. cooking. Yeah. And also, I don't have an issue with, I mean, I I, I use my microwave almost every day, but usually it's to re- reheat a cup of coffee. I mean, I'm bad mm-hmm. about being creative with it, but I don't have a problem with it. If mm-hmm. I, you know, it's just not a, I know it's an issue for some people. Yeah to uh, microwave food for all kinds of reasons safety reasons mm-hmm. or um uh just that they're you know a good cook <laughs> 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 but i'm i'm fine with it and if i just want to reheat <laughs> steamed rice and have mm-hmm. it stay steamed rice it's hard to do it any better than that yep. you can do it in a double boiler but then that requires
1: you know using
0: two pots
1: instead. oh, oh and that brings up another thing oh do do you ever make waffles? No, I don't. I don't even have a waffle yeah. iron. Well, Dale loves waffles. I do too. And so, uh, but I hate making waffles. And here, here's the whining portion of our show. <laughs> anyway, so I thought, okay, I'll make some waffles. Oh my gosh! Okay, so um, to make waffles good, the only way I know how to make waffles good is to fold egg whites into the batter yes okay. so you've got your bowl that you mix your dry ingredients in and then you've got the bowl that you mix your wet ingredients in and then you've got your bowl on the mixer that you beat up your egg whites with and then you've got your your uh, iron and yes. then you've got the dishes that you eat them on oh my lord <laughs> <laughs> it's so much <laughs> cleanup oh, 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 oh. i know oh. and it's Pretty much the
0: same for pancakes because you no, still
1: have to. No, wh- have you ever tried to clean a pancake iron? That's nothing. Have you ever tried to clean <laughs> yeah. a waffle iron? Oh, it requires patience, and <laughs> I don't have that.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> well, I hope he enjoyed the last waffles he's ever going to eat. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so much work.
0: Oh, I love waffles. Yeah, yeah. And you cannot, oh, my apologies if I'm. Be smirching the one restaurant in our world that actually makes a waffle but usually they don't usually mm-hmm. it's a Belgian waffle mm-hmm. which is you know come frozen and mm-hmm. reheated for your dining pleasure yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it isn't pleasurable so I love them when they have the little crispy bits that oozed out over the edge and yeah, yeah I miss that
1: yeah over the edge so you can clean it I uh, know. <laughs>
0: Next time you're making waffles, call me because I'm not getting a waffle iron. I'll just come to your house for breakfast. <sighs> <laughs> I'll clean up. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's a deal. Oh man, I love waffles. I'm with Dale. I'm on Dale's side about that. There's yeah, the, they are great. But I, I admit, I think about how many pieces of equipment Mm -hmm. are going to get used in making things Mm
1: -hmm. and then if you make whipped cream that's another mixer bowl oh geez mixer it's just it's extraordinary how many dishes you dirty to make it's more than emily's potatoes oh my gosh emily's
0: potatoes
1: (laughs) Maybe we should remind everybody about Emily's potatoes. It's an Ina Garten recipe in her new book, and but it's online too. And it's the recipe that she released in advance of her book. And oh my gosh, it's just so good. And it's Emily Blunt's family recipe. I think it's called Emily's English potatoes. And they they have they require a lot of cleanup, but they're totally worth it. And um, everybody complains about. How much? How many steps there are, and then everybody says they would do it again in a heartbeat.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure that I would do it again in a heartbeat. I did love the potatoes, but I'm telling you, <laughs> it's kind of like your waffle iron thing. I know. I like. I know. <laughs> no, you get them each once a year. <laughs> if 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 what I'm making is going to require a whole bunch of dishes by hand plus a full dishwasher, mm-hmm. I'm not making it. Better be Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> better be
1: thanksgiving <laughs>
0: <laughs> no thank you it's okay if you're working in a restaurant and somebody else is it's yeah. you know yeah. in charge of that yeah. but no i want to take a quick second and remind everybody that food talk is a co-production of KMUN and North Coast Food Web yay thank you both of you so uh, there's a ton of stuff in season right now. It is full. Yeah. Of, we are in the deep in the heart of summer. Yeah, so great. Yeah, berries, berries, berries. I mean, the strawberries have kind of come and gone, but there's so many other. Bla- the blackberries are coming on now. Yeah. So.
1: It's I'm worried about exciting. how many
0: were fried. Yeah, I know. Just the, the Just for us, really, one day of insane heat and things are lost. I know that we, there's a a wonderful woman who grows fabulous blueberries that I look forward to getting through the um, uh, small farms market, the local farms market at North Coast Food Web. And uh, they have finally come into its being now. They're gorgeous, but she lost about 30% of her crop in one day.
1: Yeah. It was really sad. tragic. And I I'm worried mostly just for the wildlife, you know, they yes. rely on the the blackberry crop here is such a food load, you know, even the elk. Yeah. Everything from, you know, tiny little birds up to elk. Yeah. It's really true. Um we'll see what happens. I yeah. <laughs> I see the
0: blackberries available coming down from the valley. Yeah. Um here in the fruit stands, but I haven't seen the the things that are, you know, like growing along my driveway were not allowed to we'd eat anything until after August <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> are still just in flower they're not ripe. Yeah. you know they're not available yet but I love blackberries.
1: M- have you made anything with berries or are you just eating them out of the fridge like your arugula? <laughs> well yeah
0: I I have bought several pints of uh, various kinds of berries and they haven't lived long enough to be made into anything because they're I mean they're lucky if they get you home eat them in the car yeah <laughs> that's what happened with strawberries you yeah. know when the hoods are here and that was a massively short season yeah. so yeah. such a short season that um, I just couldn't bring myself to make them into anything just eat them yeah
1: Well, I told you I had a bunch of dairy products by accident. And on our last show, we were talking about banana cream pie. So I did that thing that I do. I just made a vanilla pastry cream pie so that we could, you know, put bananas in it because I don't like great bananas. But um, uh, then we've just been throwing like making any kind of fruit that's in the fridge pie, too. So take a piece of pie and then shove whatever fruit we have on it. And any kind of fruit is good in a a cream pie. So I especially like blueberries that
0: way. I'm just crazy about blueberries. I think they—that's my favorite berry. I mean, yeah, I just like that it, any way,
1: any time. Mm-hmm.
0: They're good frozen
1: because they? they don't get super hard. They're—they're they're just. Um, oh, do they stay kind of, kind of like how grapes are? You know? Yeah. Um, and they so they're not mushy by any means, but you can chew them without having to go to the dentist. <laughs> and I, I like them. I think they're really good. So they're not slushy or mushy. They're still, you know hard but not not like ice hard uh-huh i don't i don't, I don't know if i'm describing it right but well, but they're really good they're good
0: i haven't just i, I use them frozen in smoothies mm-hmm.
1: but i haven't just popped one in my mouth <laughs> <laughs> try it next time they're good i will because um i i actually like frozen blueberries better on yogurt and granola than the plain ones just because they're really cold and then it's just more texture I need to try it. I comes. do. I eat blueberries and yogurt and
0: granola all the time. It's a default breakfast, not yeah. counting the blueberry bran muffins. If I don't have something blueberry for breakfast, I feel I'm being Fairly punished <laughs> no. for not having committed, you know, an appropriate crime <laughs> that made it worthwhile to be punished. No, I'm just <laughs> randomly being punished. <laughs> oh. It's horrible. <laughs> Corn is another thing yep. that I would like to say I've been really um, creative about using because it's so fabulous mm-hmm. right now, but I haven't gotten past corn on the cob because it's so good. Same thing, good. we just shove it in our faces. <laughs> yeah, it's so well, good. I
1: made some of your corn salsa, and that's good, which is basically yeah. corn and avocado and lemon juice, but, or lime juice. Yeah, but, and, and cilantro sal- and yeah. some jalapeno. Yeah, and that's really good. It is.
0: So, it's um, really good. It, that, that makes me want to uh, grill up some salmon. I love
1: oh, that yeah. with fish oh, yeah. specifically. Yeah, um, uh, It reminds me of, we were at a, Dale and I were at a, um, a big family reunion, but it wasn't our family. And um, there was, it's a potluck, so there's a lot of people and a lot of food. I think like 120 people. And um, I remember everybody was ready to eat, but we couldn't eat yet because the corn wasn't done. Yeah. And so... I know that that corn had been full-on boiling for, like, 15 minutes. What? And so, yeah, and they went another half hour. And what? it was just, like, an old farm thing. And I was trying to think, because your corn's also, you don't even cook the corn. You don't yeah. need to cook corn. And if I cook corn, I'll boil it for about three minutes. Yeah, it's and five max. Yeah, yeah. and um, And it was just, it was... That was shocking to me. But no, nobody could eat and everything got cold because the corn wasn't done yet. And so I I was wondering, I wonder if it became a tradition to boil corn so long because you wanted the cobs super hot so it'd keep the corn cold or hot for a long time, you know? I don't know, but I wonder if it's the kind of corn because
0: corn has been hybridized so much oh. over the years so that we have this really sweet corn that Tender. maybe tends to cook fast. I, I don't know. I don't so that know. could be
1: when, you know, you know, a hundred years ago, you did have to boil the corn that long or you'd have gastric distress. <laughs> Distressed. That that, that, could, be. that well, could be. I didn't think
0: of that. Yeah, corn is hard to digest, generally. Speaking. Yeah, so that could have been it. Yeah, that makes sense.
1: I don't know. Family tradition. I'm making that up. <laughs> hey, so I, I learned this thing, and it works. If you're boiling corn, and um, I- if the corn is subpar, or just if it isn't, it doesn't matter. If you put like three tablespoons of sugar in the water when you boil it, it turns out so much better. Really? Yeah. Because you know how you like corn to be sweet, and it yeah. just brings out the sweetness. So you're not like you know boiling it in a ton of sugar but yeah just like 3 tablespoons.
0: And do you do anything I mean I love the um what I think of as the Mexican corn on the cob with yeah. the crema and I mean all the good stuff on there. Yeah. Um I love that but I never do that. Me either. I just we put just salt. Our face. Yeah, <laughs> Tom, t- Tom wants to like roll the whole thing on a cube of butter. <laughs> yeah. Thereby uh, making the cube of butter completely gross but It's okay. It's only us. But I just want some big flaky salt and really, you know. It's delicious. It's so good. It is so good. I did just uh, share a recipe for a tomato corn casserole, which I love uh, for the uh, hip fish column this month because tomatoes are the other thing that Mm -hmm. right now, I mean, not the other thing but another mm-hmm. thing that are so they you know we have tomatoes like strawberries that actually taste like what they're yeah, supposed to yeah, taste yeah. like it's
1: thrilling yeah i love <laughs> i love cherry tomatoes cuz without exception they're always good yes um especially this time of year and you know sometimes if you're at a farmers market there are still tomatoes that are grown for how they look you know yes but um but yeah when you can get the ones that are nice and soft and just the big juicy yeah boy those are good they're so delicious yeah
0: it makes me think that i could get by with a blt for dinner tonight and nobody would know they would just (gasps) think it's a celebration of tomatoes right that's what i'm gonna do too now that sounds really good good. idea i have uh good bread in my freezer i guess you know that (laughs) 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 because you baked it but
1: do you oh do you make do you do do your um bacon in the oven
0: i don't um, i don't either because I don't like to clean up that particular, you know, I don't like that on my sheet pan. Although, if I'm doing a ton of bacon, I do. Yeah. And I actually put it on a rack in a rimmed baking sheet mm-hmm. with parchment underneath to help catch some of the grease. And... Um, uh, because it comes out beautiful okay and you can do massive amounts of it yeah. but
1: but for two BLTs yeah <laughs> I'm just going
0: to use a saute pan
1: I've got a friend who always does it in the oven because she says she doesn't want to clean up her stove and I know Ina Garten says the same thing she doesn't want to do that cleanup
0: oh like Ina washes her own pants <laughs>
1: <laughs> come on <laughs> but um it never seemed that messy to me and I always wondered if it why wouldn't it splash around in your oven you know uh, it does I think I think yeah I don't want to clean that out of my oven good and it's
0: much easier for me to pour the bacon grease out of a pan into the container that I keep it in Mm -hmm. than it is to pour it out of a sheet pan yeah yeah, you know that's that's a that's a a act of defiance (laughs) so um so I don't know I'm just happy with a Cooking it in a frying pan. That's what I do. Throwing it in a frying pan. My
1: grandma taught me. Yeah, that's
0: right. (laughs) (laughs) But really good bacon, maybe pepper bacon and uh, sliced ripe tomato and arugula.
1: Oh, I still have some. On toast, (laughs) on really good toasted bread. I use your uh,
0: caraway dill bread, you know, dill rye. Okay. uh, For. Any kind of sandwich, any kind of sandwich, yes. Okay,
1: I never thought about using it for BLT. I have some in the freezer at home. I might try that. It's completely Ah. delicious. Okay,
0: I haven't tried it with anything um, sandwich-wise that it isn't completely delicious. Thank you you very much. I don't know. (laughs) And mayonnaise, you got to have mayonnaise. Yeah,
1: good mayonnaise.
0: Yep. I was just saying uh, because it is salad season, and I'm using it as the main side dish anymore. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um. I was saying to Tom last night we I I got this really nice red romaine which I love mm-hmm. but it's soft you know the oh, leaves really? are the leaves are just velvety and okay. uh, they're not crunchy yeah. like the green romaine which is what I love romaine for but I think I told you on one of our previous shows that I bought a head of iceberg lettuce because I wanted to do the wedge salad mm-hmm. and then I had three-quarters of a head of iceberg lettuce (laughs) left. And I was reminded throughout the use of that how great iceberg lettuce is. Oh, I didn't close the window. Can everybody hear the crows? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't close the window. We're taping at home. Those are the crows. Tom's (laughs) probably out on the deck with peanuts. That's why (laughs) they're carrying on. Um, How great iceberg lettuce is in a salad. I know it has zip for uh, nutrition Mm -hmm value but it is so reliably delicious yeah it is it's great especially if you're doing any kind of creamy dressing at all yeah i love the mixed greens especially with vinaigrettes but i was surprised and um and grateful to this (laughs) head of iceberg lettuce
1: for making such reliably good salad that's really interesting because yeah for i mean decades now i have eschewed it
0: me too i that was the first time i bought iceberg lettuce in d- seriously decades okay it's
1: crazy my mom used to always make iceberg lettuce um wedges with thousand island dressing that she made and she put hard boiled eggs in the dressing oh yeah i have hard boiled eggs and pickles yeah yeah
0: i have uh, really seen that but i have never done that with the eggs i always end really up good. just putting them yeah chopped in the salad hey we're running out of time so i want to say thank you linda perkins thank you as always and i will see you in august when you know we'll be talking about oh all the real hot weather stuff
1: watermelon
0: yeah all the melons Mm -hmm. oh we'll see you later for melon thanks for joining us and um stay cool out there Thank you.